yourself It don't matter what you need Colin can help Like three jokes about it not recording, it didn't record. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. So let's make sure that we have this going here. Jokes about it not recording, Excellent. it didn't record. <laughs> Yeah, so now I always go back and check on the YouTube stream to make sure that it's actually going. So we are live, um, and I will let you introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are, where you're from, and a quick little bit about what it is that you do. Okay, I am Tammy Sorrento, and I started Fireball Approved almost two years ago. And that was because of a personal experience I had where I was actually in contact with a scammer and my background is insurance adjusting claims investigation so i knew all the red flags and i myself was not scammed but i it opened my experience opened my eyes to how easy it is for people to get scammed so that's why i started fireball approved because not everyone has my skill set so what i did after my situation, I went and became a licensed private investigator because I'm not playing around. But my mission is to protect people. And it's just my experience that this is the type of scam that A, is very hard to um, bring to justice because the scammer can be anywhere. You know, it doesn't mean that they're in the same town or the same country. They can be anywhere. So actually finding these people is like a needle in a haystack. Um, but B, it's because I want to make a difference. We have these platforms like Craigslist, Facebook, um, even rental sites. But at the end of the day, do you really know who you're dealing with? And that was a big question for me because I actually did my homework when I was dealing with a scammer. So I checked property appraiser site. I knew the name of the owner. Um, but here's where it disconnected is I kept on thinking, you know what? If I've gone to the property appraiser site, so I know who the owner is. Well, you know what? That's not unique. That's not original. Anyone can do that. And come to find out that the scammer actually must have done the same thing because they had created a Gmail account in the name of the owner. So even with doing the background checks that's available for everyone, still, it's you need to know who's on the other side of that communication and that's where i come in and i'm living my passion because i am protecting people gotcha and how long how long have you been doing that for um i started the business almost two years ago we did a soft launch august two years ago and since then have partnered I have a partner in Seattle, Washington, where we are like-minded, but she's more techie than I am. And she has, she created something that's really cool. And I hope everyone utilizes this. 
it's a Craigslist Chrome extension. So when you're searching, if you're using Craigslist, and you know what? I know we beat up on Craigslist, but you just need to use Craigslist responsibly, meaning that you have to do your due diligence. So she developed this um, extension where if you're looking at an ad, it just automatically pops up that you could either request someone to go see that property. And when we partnered, it was the best of both worlds because I do the investigation side. Mm -hmm. So when someone orders one of the club requests to go see the location, that's assuming that it passes my test. If it does not pass my test, then the cost to actually go see that is refunded back to the customer. Hmm. So you can't beat it. Yeah, you can't beat that. Uh, what's the name of the Chrome extension? It's Cluck. C-L-U-C-K. Cluck. Add that, adding that to my list right now. I would love to find out about new technology and kind of like you were saying, people beat up on Craigslist. Um, pe people beat up on everything of technology, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, the, the, the tools that are free to use, that do an amazing amount of good are so easy for people just to kind of ridicule and pick on. Um, in my angle of, of the marketing side, I get a lot more people complaining about Facebook and Instagram. Well, oh no, my posts aren't reaching where they're supposed to reach. And they're, they're outraged that they're changing up their formula and trying to you know, change the user experience, but not realizing they put no money into it. They put no time into it and they've been getting everything for free. Kind of the same, like you say, with Craigslist. Like there's people making full livings just picking up free stuff off of Craigslist and going back around and turning and selling it. So exactly. like- Exactly, you're right about that. Yeah, there's so many resources, even you and I that are online all the time doing the different yeah. research and investigations that we don't even know about because every day there's something new popping up. And you made a really good uh, mention of that, how it's important to know who's on the other side, uh, who's on the other side of the table, who's on the other side of the microphone, all of the above. And in Craigslist and a lot of these things, people are getting so well like you said, they, they're doing the research. They know how to make it look so presentable, but without actually calling and checking up. And, you know, like you said, doing your true due diligence, you can get screwed by things. Um, so if you're not a private investigator, what do you recommend as a couple first steps of if something doesn't look right, what should somebody do online? You know what? Even if it looks right, I recommend this for everything. Um, on the Craigslist, Chrome extension. I'm sorry, I got a little tongue-tied there. <laughs> um, there is a reverse search image called Tin Eye, and that's included in the extension. Now, I tested this reverse image search, and here's why you use it: is if you're looking at an ad and you see the property uh, pictures. Do a reverse image search to see if those pictures are used in any other ads. Because nine times out of 10, if someone's renting a property, and it doesn't matter the duration, it can be vacation, short term, like for traveling nurses, where they travel four times a year, or it can be a long term. But they're not gonna just use Craigslist. So then you can cross-reference other platforms where those pictures are being used.
So let's say you're looking at a Craigslist ad, and it's for a, and this actually happened last week, a rental property in the middle of Washington, D.C. for $1,500 a month. Well, the person came to me through Cluck and said he wanted us to go look at it in my investigation. And I mean to tell you, it was just a matter of minutes. I used my tools to find out who the true owner was, contacted them, and he replied that yes, he is renting that property, but it is for five grand a month. <laughs> so the scammer was trying to make off with $3,000 that did not belong to him. So the tool that I just gave you, you can try Google. I will say that I did a test and the 10i picked up more locations than the Google reverse image search did. Nice. Now what... Uh... You said it's hard to catch them. Is that what is that the encouraging factor for these people pulling these scams? Is it just something that is a quick, easy, all they have to do is make a couple online little pages and just hope that somebody's gonna just, you know, cash app them three thousand dollars and not really think about it and then they could disappear in the wind? Yes, and then you don't find it. It's one of these type of scams that they get the money and when were you planning to move or when were you planning to vacation you're not going to find out until you you've actually traveled to that location and now they are long gone so <laughs> that's why i believe that it is so appealing to fraudsters and on the on the catching aspect is there no way with it seems like everybody that's doing things like this is doing it with a digital transfer or something like that is there just no way to figure out where that money went after they transferred it is that where the difficulty is it? Comes in? yes yes as a matter of fact i'm still researching the one i did last week because i'm not just satisfied with who we saved someone three thousand dollars my intention is to shut these scammers down. And luckily, the person that had requested the verification, he had already communicated with the scammers. So it was to the point where the scammers had sent him their wire transfer um, information, their account information. Mm -hmm. So usually I get verifications you know, when they're just looking at the ad, not after they've already spoken to the scammer. So this I'm really excited about because I have the information to go after the scammer. So, but the key here is once you wire the money, it's gone. It's no different than walking up to a stranger and putting three grand in someone's hand because you're not going to get it back. And like, and you mentioned a great thing, because this is something I heard two weeks ago, the cash apps. Do not use the cash apps for um, transactions involving people that you don't know, because there are no consumer protection for cash apps. You know, cash apps was uh, developed to be used with people that you know. So say you're having a meal and someone wants to get points on their credit card so everyone else has to chip in. 
that was the purpose of the Cash App. Mm-hmm. You're actually transferring, you're sending money to your friends. So, is not to be used for transactions like such as these. And what is the safest? Uh, what form of payment if somebody's trying to go set up a rental or, or a house or is, is check the best way to do it or certified check? What do you recommend for people to get some sort of uh, repercussions with their payment processing? I would always use um, my, if I can use my credit card for the consumer protection portion, I'll do it. So that's what I highly recommend. But stay away from the wiring, stay away from the cash apps because that, and like I said, not, you know, we, we speak very general, but, you know, unfortunately, there's some honest people that maybe don't know about what the bad people are doing. And then that just, you know, everyone's lumped into one arena like that. But mm-hmm. it's better to be safe than sorry. Absolutely. And um, you mentioned that you have a lot of tools, um, like we now know about the cluck extension and things like that. What other, um, whether tools or processes, what's, what forms of due diligence do you recommend um, to your clients or just your family and friends when they are looking for a new place? Oh, that's a great point. Great question. Thank you. Um, like I did. Now, I'm looking for a vacation rental. This was two years ago. And unfortunately, I couldn't get my family all on the same page, like my siblings. <laughs> and so I waited. To, we waited until the very last second to try to find a rental. Well, I checked Airbnb. They were booked. I checked VRBO and I've used both of those platforms and I've had wonderful success with them. But here's, and, and I even do verifications on Airbnbs and VRBOs, and that's because no platform is infallible. Mm-hmm. So, and I have to say, me being um, the investigative side of me, I am not restful. You know, because you just paid for your whole rental up front. I'm not restful until I actually get to the location and I walk through the front door and know, okay, you know, we're not, we're not the case that's going to be on the news tonight. (laughs) So, So my key to that, my tip is if you find a rental on Craigslist, I mean, not Craigslist, um, Airbnb or VRBO, you don't find out what the exact location is or the address until you make your reservation. And that means paying for your stay. Then you will get an email that says your host is, the address is, and the phone number is. Well, I can use that. I can use my tools on that information and make sure you're dealing with the proper agent or owner of that property. So it just takes out the guesswork. Mm-hmm. It's peace of mind. You have and, to worry about. <laughs> absolutely. Do you think that, because um, to me, this the idea of the scam has probably been around forever, as long as the yeah. tour business has been. Do you think it's, are we just now being, our eyes being more open to it? Is it just more people doing these type of scams? Uh, why is it that you're hearing more and more about these type of things recently? Well, 
because it is a fertile ground, in my opinion. Um, and like I said, any type of rental, this is happening. I just saw a news article or news story a couple weeks ago, and this had to have been a I think I lost you. All right, you're back. Okay, this had to be an inside job. And the reason I say that is because the renter saw the ad. Now, this property was not a rental property. It was for sale. So she saw the rental ad. The photographs were from the, they had copied them from the, uh, realtor site they gave her the code to the lockbox that's what makes me think it was a inside job so no one else is there she's got the code she lets herself in she pays her money um she moves she's literally moving in when the uh real estate agency says what are you doing <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so it's, you know what? And that's what's scary about this type of scam is the elevation of it. Because there is a false sense of security, of, especially if you're looking to just relocate, you know, in the same area. So now you're going to go meet the person. That is not always safe and the reason i say that is that another case and so you can see what i do all day i've researched these scam stories <laughs> find the missing link find the common denominators um this one was a grandfather and i'm a grandmother of four so it really touched my heart he was a grandfather and you know limited income he met the scammer at the house the scammer had located this foreclosed home, so it was empty. They broke in, changed the locks, and presented it like it was their property. So grandfather with his young grandchildren move in, turn on the utilities. And like a month later, get the knock on the door from the bank saying, why are you here? <laughs> That's great. So be before it was just the digital um, information exchange, but now you even have to be wary when you're dealing with someone face to face. Gotcha. And from the sounds of it, it sounds like if they're going through all these type of things, are are people also going all the way through to like giving you like paperwork of a lease contract and having you go through and sign and. At, at, at that point, as a renter, do you have any type of legal repercussions or anything like that? You have to find them. <laughs> you actually, and in fact, I had read in that one that they had hired an investigator to locate them. That's crazy. You, but, but can you, I mean, so let's just cut this off at the, at the front. Let's not have to worry about this chaos and hassle after, because oftentimes, I mean, look at the economy. We are renting more than ever. Mm -hmm. And because of all these platforms, I mean, you would be surprised at how many 
postings I see on Facebook. In fact, I had to stop following <laughs> and stop being alerted because I would say, you know, in a um, spirit of helping people, you know, I would give my information, but then that showed up with all the spammers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I figured, okay, I'm going to back off because, you know, you can do the right thing and it be perceived as wrong. So we're just trusting. And that should not be a bad thing, but unfortunately it is. Mm -hmm. And on the, you mentioned the F word. Um, some people think it's a four letter word. Some people think it's Facebook. Um, as a business owner, as somebody that is so um, conscious of your online doings and what everybody else is online, what um, as a business are you doing on social media to kind of get out there and let everybody know about this type of stuff? Well, I, I am an investigator. That's my skill set. Um, with Mark thing I'm okay I'm not great and quite frankly I would recommend that anyone going into business to be very honest with yourself because you can't be good at all of it that is not possible so I've luckily through podcasts like this I've been able to find some key players nice I love when people are saying how podcasting is helping them make the connections because uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my grandparents about, you know, getting into podcasting and things like that and trying to explain what it is and trying as a 30 year old talking to a 90 year old about podcasting and talking to people on, through my computer on the Internet and making it available and all the type of things. They're looking like, how can you make any money off of just making in Internet radio? And then I try to explain to them that it's not about making the money off of people watching the show or listening to the show. It's about the connections that you can make with people. Um, it is. And it's also content. And it's interesting content. Um, I know when I first started out, Colin, people were, because I was so much into, hey, beware, be careful, be diligent. And it was, I was being perceived as a fear mongrel, which... <laughs> was not my intent um that's the protective side of me i don't want anyone if i hear that someone has been um a victim of a scam it hurts my heart it really does and since i am i don't have investors this is my company i it's my only thing that i would really like to do is to be in front of everyone because everyone needs to know that they don't have to put up with this. Excellent. One question from back, a couple of things you talked about, I meant to okay. ask you. Um, is there a particular region in the U.S. that these things are a little bit more common or is it more just big cities, more suburbs? Is, is any demographic things that you've noticed? Well, I've, of course I've noticed your big ports of entry, your Florida, your um, anything along the beach. That's not to say that any place is immune to it, because if you're looking for a rental, there are scammers ready to take your money. It doesn't matter where you are. And that is the bad side of our sharing economy is, like I said, you can be anywhere and 
scam someone. I had, I was helping some family members try to find a rental, a local here, and found something that would have fit the needs. And, and I, I knew the first, and this is after I started my company, the very first communication with the scammer, and so this is a tip for all the listeners, is they're going to give you a sob story. Like this was a beautiful home and the person, and, and I say she, because she used a female name, but actually I don't know who was, who was, who was I communicating with? Um, but she said, yes, I had a horrific car accident. And of course I'm in Florida. She says, so I'm in Texas. My husband is in the military and we are just trying to find someone to take care of our home like we would. So after you've been in contact with a scammer, you see what they're trying to do. You know, to someone that doesn't have the investigative skills that I have, you know, you would say, oh, you know, well, great. Well, I'm your person. So I, I played along with this on purpose. And I said, okay, what's the address so that I can go look at it? Um, at least do a drive-by and she said she gave me the address and she said if you see a property management sign she said disregard that because they were too greedy so we fired them well Colin at that point I had to drive by because I had to talk to the property manager and sure enough that's what I did and they said yeah we're aware of that scam we just don't know what to do about it and do you work um, with property managers and landlords and kind of teach them the skills to make them less uh, vulnerable to these type of things as well? Well, you know, landlords, property owners, they are unwilling participants in the scam. And I say that due to the fact that they are really victims too. And what happens, and this is something I would never want to be in this situation, but property managers and landlords and property owners, how would you feel if you had a property that someone just spent money on and it was not legitimate, but they're at your front door saying, we paid money to you know mr smith and you're like i'm not mr smith and mr smith has nothing to do with my property but wouldn't it break your heart to have to turn that person away that's just been scammed so i consider everyone in the transaction a victim mm -hmm. and um as far as the victim side we've, we've gone over that it's hard to you know really get any accountability for it um right is is there do you have any knowledge of like the Airbnbs, the Craigslist on their end, how they're trying to tackle these things? I will say Airbnb does a fair job. However, they have a, it's not really a scam, but it's, it's definitely misrepresentation, if you will. What they'll do, and this is something I've seen plenty of news articles on, so I kind of get what's going on here, 
is someone will list one property multiple times with different rents. Hmm. So if you're looking for something on Airbnb, you're going to choose the least expensive, correct? Who wouldn't, right? Right. Well, so now that location is booked, but they're able to take reservations from people paying the more expensive amount. So what happens is then they cancel on the cheaper. And that person who paid the cheaper rate has to go find another rental. So it's, it's really an inconvenience. And it is a misrepresentation because you can, have, you can look at four listings and it just be one property. It sounds like the bait and switch, right? Kind of, we got you, we know you want to come here for 400 bucks and then all of a sudden 24 hours before you're supposed right. to be canceled and now it's 700 bucks or a thousand and you're like, well, right. we're already on the way. Like, I guess that's all we yeah. can do. Yeah. Gotcha. So what, from your standpoint, and if you, if you had a crystal ball and you could look, you know, three, five years out in the future, where would you like the public's opinion to be on um, how they conduct themselves when doing rental transactions? If it were a perfect world, and I would love to not be needed. I would love to create a, a sense of confidence that you're not going to get scammed. I would like for our younger people coming out of college to not have to experience this firsthand. Mm -hmm. That's my crystal ball. That's my vision. My vision is for us to have a platform where it is what it is. It's honest. It's and you just don't have to be concerned because the whole home sharing economy is wonderful as a matter of fact it has enabled my family and i have siblings in different states it's been a great avenue for us to be able to get together have our i'm the only one with grandchildren but have um the cousins be able to get together and get to know each other where you know, maybe before it would only happen at a funeral, but now we make a point to get together because you know what? We're not, you know, going to be spread out amongst a hotel that's mm -hmm. cost prohibitive. We're under one roof, and the memories and those are just so cherished. Have you thought? Um, in in my head, I keep. I guess it's just the entrepreneur marketer in me, but. Have you right. thought of making your own um, like fireball uh, instead of Craigslist, the place where they go straight to you and it's just your portal, you know it's all safe, everybody's been vetted. Is that in the work? It's funny that you mentioned that and that means I did the right thing. On the flip side, so as I'm investigating rentals, I'm talking to um, you know the ones that were good, I'm talking to the legit homeowners and I thought, you know, they need an avenue. So what you just described, I am doing. I have properties listed on my site that they have applied for my accreditation, which means that they are fireball approved. And yes, 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 yes. 
and it is not easy to get on my site. In fact, the very first one that I signed up, he says that that was the most um, detailed application I have ever gone through. And that's the point is that this is my reputation on the line. So I am very thorough about making sure that the property on my site have been vetted. And then what's great about that is I don't, you know, I don't aspire to be another Airbnb. But what I do is when you click contact with confidence, you're going to either their platform or their website or their email. So you don't have to be concerned about, is this a bait and switch? Is this a scammer or not? I've done the pre-work for you. And then when you click contact with confidence, you're in touch with that property owner. Absolutely. And um, it looks like you got four or five states there. Is is it going to uh, eventually, are you trying to get that a full uh, national thing? Because you do uh, national inquiries, right? I do. Yes, I do. And as how as a business person how do you how do you figure out how to price these services like how can you accurately from florida go and vet a place in alaska or i think it was like 70 bucks was like an on-site tour or something wasn't it yes yes what we do is i'm i want to make an honest living helping people but profit i am people over profit absolutely so I have made it so that there is no excuse not to use us. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to see $19 on there. We are going up to 29 when we roll out our new website. And that's just because the tools have gone up. The reports have actually gone up. So we have to, um, so of course, like all businesses, we do what we have to do. Um, but still $29, when you think of the gentleman that saved three thousand, and of course all the hassle. How can you put a dollar number on just the extreme inconvenience of sending the money? You're not going to get it back. Then you go to the location, you're not going to move in. That's horrendous. So I figured it out that three thousand. If we were at twenty nine, that's less than point oh one percent of what that person was going to spend because when i spoke to the person he was convinced that he was dealing with the proper person mm-hmm. it sounds like a, a similar thing that i've recommended to a lot of uh, small businesses that are having difficulty of hiring somebody that's halfway decent to actually spend 20 30 on a background check for them or you know run a check or the different things that the big there's a reason why big national companies do those sort of things as a filtering yeah. process um, we're like you're saying, we're, now that it's no longer just a big property company doing everything and you go talk to them with the sharing and everything, everybody's kind of becoming, you know, an independent agent almost. So we're, yes, they are, yes. So where yes. the agents, they have what, two, three, four years of schooling and licensing tests as, as a guy that just needs a place to live. I don't know all of that. So that's like you right. said. $30 or even if it's 40 or $50 when you when right. you break it into a large scheme of things because yeah, it's you know 3,000 on rent or whatever but when you factor in a U-Haul the time of putting everything in a box getting it to a place to then find out 
you're going back where you came from you, you, you imagine? on that but i'm calling that a million dollar shitty day making that small investment really pays off and it's not quite insurance because you're are you do you get like I'm a report sure. or anything at the end of it i am insurance i'm not insurance right i like it so <laughs> let, let's kind of uh, i like to wrap up you kind of already I, I have an idea of what you're going to say but i like to wrap up every interview with what i call the digital soapbox where you get up to a minute to say anything you want whether you want to direct people to your site you just want to give them you know, an inspirational thing, whatever you want, you get to leave the viewers, the listeners on whatever note you like to. So start whenever you're ready. Okay, well, this is Tammy Sorrento coming at you from Fireball Approved. And you're probably thinking, Fireball Approved, Reynolds Verification. Um, Fireball Approved doesn't say what we do, but you know what? That was intentional. And that's because this is not the only line that I'm going to offer. I'm actually in talks right now with a team that is developing a dating app and where people are pre-screened for violent crimes. Um, whoa, that's right in my wheelhouse. So that's why I named it something generic, but yet special to me, because I am the fireball. And now my customers have um, given me the pet name of anti-scam lady. So anti-scam lady coming at you. I've got your back. You can reach us on all social media. I've got LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please join my Facebook business page, Fireball Approved, with no space. And there you're going to see that I don't just post stuff about rentals. I post any type of scam that I come across because I want my followers to be diligent in all areas of their life but make no um reservation that i am going to combat scammers on all fronts absolutely so i i feel like i'm assured and i'm not even one of the renters at the moment <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure you're going to need me at some point in time at some point in time absolutely um right. Like I said earlier, it was great having you on. Um, like I try to get as many of these things kind of chopped up. Um, we kind of had a few little slow little lags of things where you you sounded great and you kind of slurred. So we'll kind of catch all that together and make it as best sure. as we can. And I'll get get you all the links. And um, everybody that I talk to that's going to be renting, we'll let them know to call the Fireball Lady and any, anything that we can do to help. Because like you said, I'm the same way as you. If I could give people enough skills to not have to need me, I've done my job. Hopefully somewhere exactly. and I make money with it. But like like you said, giving people the tools to figure out how you want to do it, um, I think right. is what's gonna make you successful. And with that dating app, there's dating, there's houses, there's so many different ways that you people are lazy and they don't want to do their due diligence. So to have somebody that's good at it, affordable and and personable. Um, I really think that's going to be your bread and butter. So if there's anything else, just let me know. Awesome, Colin. Thank you. Yep, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. You got it. Bye. It don't matter.